Can you picture this scene? Just close your eyes and think about it here for a little bit. But maybe (laughs) as I'm talking, you might be like, I don't need to close my eyes. I don't need to picture it because you know what, Lee? (laughs) I'm in the middle of that right now. But just picture the scene. Kids with their morning hair and their morning breath and hungry and running around. The dog is like running in circles. The dog wants to eat, wants to be taken for a walk. And there's a mess still in the kitchen sink. And you have places to go and things to gather together and... You are looking like Hot Mess Express right now because you just got up. Maybe it wasn't a great night of sleep. Maybe you had some little ones up during the night. But you are just experiencing this morning is just chaotic. There's craziness. There's a rush. There is not a settledness and a peace to your home that you so much desire. That's what we're going to talk about here today. How we can turn that around and how you can find peace in your mornings. You can accomplish the things that you want to accomplish because you know that they are good things. So today, let's talk about how we can save you time each homeschool morning and let's beat that crazy rush because we all want a calm start to the day. Let's learn how now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Welcome to today's episode, friend, and I am so glad that you are here. Let's talk about the fact that a crazy rush, especially to your morning, equals stress, which also equals, unfortunately, not so good mom moments. We've all been there. Maybe you're in the middle of one of those right now. And maybe you're having a good day. I hope you are. But we have all had those bad moments where the crazy rush equals stress. Our stress levels go up. And we have some moments that we then later regret. Moments that we need to then redeem. That we need to apologize to our kids for. And we have this heaviness, this weight of Wishing we had walked through that moment way differently than we unfortunately did. And we can redeem those moments with our kids. We can have those apologies. We don't want to do those again. And we definitely don't want that to be a regular occurrence where every morning or most every morning you are saying things that you later regret, losing your patience, yelling, getting angry, just blowing your lid and your kids are just sitting there staring at you and you're like, what am I doing? Why am I screaming at these kids? How can I take a step back? Like, let's look at what is the root cause? What is causing this craziness in the morning that's causing you to be stressed and to have those not good mom moments? I don't want you to lose these years by being cranky, by being hangry, and by not having patience, by exhibiting lots of impatience, because you're going to look back on these years. And (laughs) unfortunately, 
we forget about often a lot of the really great moments and we focus a lot on the bad moments that we had, unfortunately. And so I want you then to not have as many of those bad moments. I mean, we're going to, we are sinful people. We're going to mess up, but I want you to have less of those bad moments so that you have more of the good memories and let's get rid of the crankiness in the morning. Let's get rid of the hangriness and let's get rid of the impatience. And so today I'm going to share with you my personal secret to saving time and redeeming our mornings and not having that crazy rush and that stress and those not good moments, mom moments. I have been doing this major shift that I'm going to talk to you about today for most of my motherhood. It started off small and has just grown. And I want to share with you now so you can get like the full package of like what I do right now to ensure better mornings that took me years to build and put together. Now I do have to admit, occasionally over all these years of 20 plus years of motherhood, I have let it slip. And every single time I regret it to some degree or not. So here's an example is just this morning. Not that I've lost my temper or anything like that, but I started off the day behind because I had friends over last night and we had a great time but I didn't quite plan ahead for all the dishes and I should have run the dishwasher earlier in the day and then just done a second load, you know, at night. And it just got to be late, which I knew was going to be a late night. And so it just was late. I was tired and just didn't do everything, all the things that I normally do. So I had a little bit of regret this morning, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's not as hard, not as bad um, to redeem the morning and to not get into a crazy and stressful situation with just one of my kiddos here right now. However, if the same exact scenario and when the same exact scenario would happen 10 years ago and I would let my guard down, it would throw the entire morning off. And unfortunately, maybe some of the rest of the day too, unless maybe I took a nap. Nap seems, (laughs) a nap used to like, yeah, that would redeem the time for me. So just know, not perfect at this, but this is something I have been working on and I have found that it it works and it helps me and we are ready for the day and we don't, we're not really ever in a rush unless it's like one of those random, which isn't a homeschool day. Say we're leaving for vacation at seven o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah. When you have to like shut the entire house down for a week, you got the dog to take care of. You've got, um, all the packing, getting everybody, getting all the food loaded up and and all those things. So those would be the extreme cases. We're going to talk about just like the normal everyday homeschool type of morning. And so what I do is I'm just going to tell you here, like in a broad sense, and then I'm going to break it down. looks like I have like six different steps or six points that I want to make underneath this category, like underneath the main topic. So the main thing that this all falls underneath is in order to not have a crazy rush the next morning and to have peace the next uh, or in the morning on a homeschool morning is to set up the night before. Set yourself up for success before you go to bed. Sounds simple enough, right? You're like, what does that look like? I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. So the first thing here, number one is that you have to get your kitchen cleaned up. I want the counters all cleaned off. I want the dishes. There are no dirty dishes. They are all put in the dishwasher and you have loaded up the dishwasher detergent and you have either turn your dishwasher on or what I do is I set a time, I set the timer on it and it'll turn on in a few hours. So that's what you're going to do. So if I get my kitchen cleaned up at eight o'clock, I don't really want the dishwasher running right then. I'll set it maybe to turn on 11 o'clock sometime when we're already in bed. 
and it's done in the morning. So setting up the night before. And one of the major things, this is a non-negotiable I'm going to tell you right now, is you need to have your kitchen cleaned up. I don't want any dirty dishes. I don't want anything around. I want it all, all the counters cleaned off. And it is something that is a process that you might need to continue to do during the day so that at nighttime, when kids are in bed and you and your husband are tired, nobody wants to be cleaning up breakfast dishes right then. So it's going to take a conscious effort during the day to clean up, clean up after breakfast, clean up after lunch, clean up if you have an afternoon snack time, clean up after dinner so that in the evening, it's only dinner to clean up. And most of the time, dinner is like the biggest cleanup because you have all the pots and pans and all the things out. And then if you add all of that to your breakfast and lunch and just everything that's accumulated during the day, you're going to have a huge mess on your hands. And so dinner cleanup is way enough to clean up in the evening. Give your kitchen counters a quick wipe down, get clean dishes away if you can, um, everything. And the dishwasher is turned on. Second thing is, I want you to look at your calendar and I want you to take a look at what is tomorrow's plans. Do you have places to be? Are there certain times that you have to have things done or be at a certain place or somebody coming over at a certain time? I want you to take a look at your calendar, whether that is some type of digital calendar, you have a calendar on your wall, wherever you keep all of that information, take a look at it. Know who has to be where and when and what do they need to have with them and just all of the details of everything for the next day. So you have it in your mind and you've worked through the steps of like, okay, this time and this time I've had exactly that kind of day here for me. I was like, okay, I have to go and run this errand and it takes me an hour and a half to go and do this. I have to be back by this time. So I have to start it by this time. So I worked all of that out last night so that today I knew when I got up, I was like, okay, I have to start working out by this time so that I have time to take a shower because I'm pretty gross. So I take a shower and get myself, you know, make sure I have enough to eat and just all of those things so that I can be out the door at this time so I can be back at this time to get my kiddo to this place and just figuring out all the logistics in your mind the night before. Sometimes we don't know exactly what's going to be going on the next day, but we can have at least a general idea, at least an idea, or even if it's a day at home, you can take a look at your calendar and you see a big wide open square. Wow, those are some great days. And you'll take a look at it and you'll say, ooh, we have nothing tomorrow. There are no sports practices. There is uh, nothing going on at church. There is nobody coming over, nothing. And then you can let your mind during this time think about your day. And you might say, you know what? We've had some really busy days. I really do want to keep that open. And we are just going to do what we need to for homeschool and we're just going to rest. Or maybe you say to yourself, I know the weather's going to be nice tomorrow. Let's get outside. Let's work in the garden. And so you can come up with some ideas for yourself as to how maybe you want to fill up the time some. Or maybe, again, you have that idea. You're like, I don't want to fill the time up. (laughs) But you have an idea here before you go to bed what the next day looks like. The third step here is that I want you to do some meal prep. First thing is to take a look at what are you going to do for breakfast the next day. Maybe you do the same exact thing every day or you have a small rotation. Make sure that you have all the ingredients, you have everything that you need. Maybe it's something like you do some prep the night before. There's been times I have this amazing crepe recipe and it's really not hard. It just takes time because you can only cook one crepe at a time. But if I reheat them up in our toaster oven, they taste just as good the next day. So sometimes I'm like, you know what? 
I'm going to make a bunch of crepes and that part of breakfast will be completely done. Maybe you make some type of breakfast casserole and it's something that can be put together the night before. Or maybe it gets too mushy if you put it together the night before, but you're like, okay, I like to put some peppers in it. Maybe you can take some time to chop up those peppers the night before and just put them in the fridge and then you have that ready. So take a look at like, how can I make my morning easier tomorrow? And what can I do with my breakfast prep? I also want you to take a look at your dinner meal prep. And I'm not saying you have to get things ready for it. Maybe you want to. But one really big thing to do is to take a look at what do I have planned for dinner tomorrow night? And what do I need for that? Just to verify you have the ingredients that you need. You don't need to go look through everything, but you pretty much have an idea like, okay, this recipe has this. Oh, okay. I definitely do. I, I need rice for that. Oh no, I ran out of rice last week. Well, we're going to have to switch it. Or especially something like meat. If you take a look at what you're going to be doing, you're like, oh, we're having chicken breasts tomorrow. Oh no, I never took them out of the freezer. Well, this is the time you'll have, you know, it'll be less than 24 hours, but you'll at least have, you'll be ahead of the game as opposed to realizing in the morning in 12 hours or something that you didn't take out the chicken breasts, do it then. Or it's ground beef, whatever the meat is, take a look and make sure that you have that in your refrigerator and that it is in the process of at least thawing out. All right, number four here is that I want you to have your house straightened up. But this is going to go back. This does not mean that mom needs to be, everybody's in bed and asleep or chilling out and mom's on her hands and knees crawling around cleaning up the toys. No. Now, when we have a bunch of little ones, yes, there's some prep um, cleaning that mom needs to do at night sometimes. But what I'm talking about is the toys and the kids that are old enough to clean up and to help out have them help out before they go to bed. Make it a part of your evening routine. Maybe it's even something that you do before dinner time, or maybe it's something that you do in between dinner and taking baths. Everybody joins in and cleans up. It is so nice to wake up in the morning. You know, I come would come down the stairs and walk out to the living room and Yes, there's toys in the living room. There was many, many, many years of toys in the living room. And if you're at that season in life, I promise it won't always be like that. But the toys were at least lined up along the wall where they're in the bins and have things at least straightened up. You will feel so much better in the morning. You won't be climbing around and crawling around and stepping around all the Legos and stuff, even if those Legos are just pushed into the corner or pushed along the outside walls. That is better than having to tiptoe through them and tiptoe through all the toys. So everybody needs to help out with this as well. And then sometimes in the evening, everyone goes to bed. Mom needs to do a little bit of like fine tuning. <laughs> like, okay, A for effort and they'll get better, but they need to at least practice. They need to start, start doing this now and helping out. All right. Number five here is that I want you to set things out for the next day. So say your next day is just a day at home and it's just as a regular homeschool day. I want you to take a look at the books and the resources and maybe the schedule that you have for the next day and the ideas and the, your plans for what you want to do the next day. Get those things out. If maybe you start your day off and your kids are able to do a little bit of independent work, get that independent work out. Put it out at their seats or on the coffee table or wherever it is that you do school. Get those things out so it's set out and they are able to then start. Instead of saying, Mom, while you're in the middle of making a breakfast and feeding the baby and the dog's barking, Mom, I'm supposed to do my math. Where is it? No, no. Do it the night before. So you can be like, all right, little Johnny, it's sitting right there at your seat of the dining room table. Or it's on the coffee table. Or it's 
wherever is convenient for you to, to put it. So set those things out. And when you start getting worried about when you're saying, Lee, you're saying put out my homeschool stuff and my plans and you're starting to freak out in your mind. You're like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like what I'm doing. I did pick out some curriculum or I just randomly pick some stuff out and it's just not working or I'm about to start my first year of homeschool. I don't even know what you mean by setting things out. Like what, what math should I do? Or this math I'm using is terrible. It's not going so well. Mama, I want you to have a calm morning knowing full well that you have good, really good plans for your homeschool. I have seen it time and time again with the moms who come in to clarify your homeschool who are so confused and lost and just questioning, how am I going to do this? How am I going to homeschool my kids? I'm not I'm not equipped to do such a thing. And what if I miss something? I've seen time and time again, the moms walking in to clarify your homeschool. And then I get to watch them progress and just stand up a little bit straighter with their shoulders back and their head held high and be like, yes, I know exactly what we are doing and why we are doing it. And I want that for you. So that when you set up your homeschool for tomorrow, for the next day, you are excited about what you are doing because you have that plan that we have worked together on. So go ahead over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com so you can join those many moms that are walking a tall and are feeling confident and excited about their homeschool. Now, what if your next day includes maybe going to co-op or going on a field trip, or maybe you have errands to run, or maybe you're going to the grandparents' house, or you're going to see some friends. The way that you set up for that next day then the evening before is to maybe get things out like shoes, get out bags. Maybe you know it's going to be a rainy day. Get the umbrellas and the raincoats out. Get out the things that you can. Get out the snacks. Maybe you're going to be gone during lunch and you can do lunch prep. You can make all those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches the night before. You can get whatever needs to be in the refrigerator, put it, get it ready and put it in the refrigerator and all of the non-perishable things. Get the granola bars and the and the water bottles, get those all ready by the door. And then in the morning, you just load up the cooler. So just getting things ready. How can you make your next day easier with whether you are going out somewhere or you are staying home and working on your homeschool stuff? All right, last one here. And so number six here is to get yourself to bed on time, okay? It is not worth staying up late, watching TV or scrolling. We all know that. We feel it in the morning. We're like, that was not worth it. So I'm going to remind you, it is not worth it. Get to bed on time because you getting your rest, when we are well slept, I don't know if that's such a term, but when we have our sleep, when we have our refreshment, we are able to give and pour out to our kids from a place of patience and a place of just not being tired. And it is such a good thing. And so we as moms really need to prioritize our sleep. Forget the culture and saying, you know, uh, burn the candle at both ends. No, you can only burn the candle at both ends for so long. Ask me how I know. (laughs) And then you will crash and burn and you're going to have those bad mom moments. So I want you to get yourself to bed on time. Now, for all six of these things that I just mentioned, well, I guess the first five, five is like get to bed. I want you to allow yourself an hour to work on all of these. 
And there's going to be some evenings that it is going to take you that entire hour to get the kitchen cleaned up and run the dishwasher, to take a look at tomorrow's plans, to do some prep for breakfast and making sure that you have what you need for dinner the next day finishing up the house, straightening up, and setting things out for the next day. That might take you an entire hour. But there are going to be some nights where it's not going to take you that long. And guess what? Yay! You have a little bit of free time. You can go ahead and read. Maybe it's a beautiful evening. You just want to sit out on your porch or your back deck for a little bit. Whatever it is that's going to give you some type of refreshment. Maybe you like to take a bubble bath. Whatever it is, allow yourself that hour. So if you say to yourself, well, I want to be getting myself washed up to head to bed by, say, 9.30 and hopefully have my lights out by 10 because you're going to get that good night of sleep, right? Well, then by 8.30 is when you're like, I need to start working on my night before because my goal is that tomorrow is going to be a good day and I don't want that crazy rush. So what do you think, friend? Are you ready to start off your day really good tomorrow? I know you are. So start implementing these couple of steps and I promise that you are going to see a huge change, a huge shift. And that's my goal. And it is my goal in Clarify Your Homeschool is to teach you a no rush homeschool, how to be purposeful, how to be intentional in your homeschooling. And You have probably listened to most of these podcasts. I get so many messages like I've just been binge listening and you can implement every single thing that I have mentioned in this and your homeschool will be good. So you say to yourself, okay, I can listen to this for free. Why am I going to go ahead and join a program? Well, the answer is simple here and you may not believe it because I have shared so much on this podcast But there is way more that is actually in Clarify Your Homeschool. And we are able to double down and to really look at you and your homeschool. Whereas here, you know, we're speaking in generalities and we have the opportunity in Clarify Your Homeschool to target specifically you and your family, your children, each of your individual children. And I'm going to tell you right now that everything is laid out in Clarify Your Homeschool exactly in a step-by-step process as opposed to just kind of jumping around to different podcast episodes. It is all laid out. There is no wondering, which do I do first? Which do I do second? Oh, wait, I should have done that in between here. That should have been second, not this one. And that simple step-by-step process that teaches you how to create a no-rushing type of homeschool and to be purposeful and intentional is Clarify Your Homeschool. So you can get all those details at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. I am so glad that you are here today. I hope that you are having a wonderful day. And guess what? I'll be right back here, Little by Little Homeschool Podcast on Thursday. We'll see you then. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.